Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred word of the Bible, and each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. The following episode was recorded in 2021. Let's jump in. All right, you guys, let's let's get it. Let's get it. Welcome. Welcome to the to morning prayer. Welcome to the daily podcast. Um, that's what we do. We, we read, we pray, we change the world. And so we're going to read Romans 14 today. Um, our, yeah, Romans 13, 15. Yeah, four, what am I doing? What am I talking about? We're going to read Romans 14 today. Uh, we had 12 and 13 over the weekend. And this, like I said, this is one man we need to keep handy because it's it's it makes this point that God loving scripture honoring. Now, we're not talking about people who don't believe the word of God. We're not talking about people who don't love Jesus. We're talking about people who love Jesus, people who share a love for the word of God and a desire to please him. That two people that both share those tenets of faith and conviction in their life that they want to bring glory and honor to God, they can bring, come to different conclusions on a myriad of gray areas in our lives. And so chapter Romans chapter 14 is how do you, what's the proper approach to a brother or sister who comes to a different conclusion? How do you treat them? So how do you, how do you, how do you interact? What's, what's our obligation? What's our posture? So again, Romans 14, man, keep it handy. It's, it's really, really important. Good morning, Ann. Good morning, Trevor. Good morning, everybody. So let's do it. Romans chapter 14. Accept the one whose faith is weak. All right. So they got faith. It's just a little, just a little, little feeble. <laughs> and you know, the truth is everybody, every one of us have seasons in our lives when our faith is a little feeble. But he's like, except the one whose faith is weak without quarreling over disputable matters. Okay, so he's not talking about essentials of the faith, not talking about, you know, critical issues. I want those myriad of great issues. Should you homeschool your kids? Uh, should you uh, celebrate national holidays in church? Uh, should you eat this? or not eat that? Should you drink or not drink? Smoking, non-smoke, a myriad of political, social, economic uh, issues. Should you get the, the vaccine or not? Should you wear a mask or not? Myriad of issues. And I know on here, we have a lot of issues on a lot of strong, passionate opinions on all those things. But, I'm, but in the family of God, we treat each other differently than the world. That's what he's saying. So accept the one whose faith is weak without quarreling over disputable matters. One person's faith allows them to eat anything. Now, remember, in that culture, you had uh, Jews who had very strict dietary laws. And they were greatly offended. Some, some were. Some Jews were greatly offended by um, 
meat that would end up in the marketplace that had once been used uh, in sacrifice to pagan deities. So you offer a lamb to a pagan deity. What do you do with the meat when you're done offering it to the idols? Well, you sell it in the marketplace. It's very tender. <laughs> it's very, very tasty. It's what it is. Uh, and so there were some Jews that were like, uh-uh, no, I'm not eating that. I'm not, I'm not eating that meat that was sacrificed to an to a, a, a pagan deity. No, I don't care. I don't care what the grade of meat is. I ain't eating it. For, because I love Jesus. Uh, I'm not going to eat it because I love Jesus. And then there was some other some other brothers. <clears throat> they were also Jewish. They love Jesus too. And they were like, I love Jesus and he wants me to consume it. <laughs> the Lord, the Lord done spoke to my heart and he said, you should eat, you should take it and eat it. So, so you got one group of people who, are, who would be offended to eat this meat. And you've got another brother and sister who were like, no, I'd be offended to let it go to waste. <laughs> I'm gonna be I'm gonna be highly offended if you let that if you let the pagans enjoy that good meat. <laughs> so you know, so they different conclusions. They both are they both are doing it for good reasons. They're both love Jesus. They just have a they come at it at a different perspective. All right. So that's what's going on. Uh, so one person's faith allows them to eat anything. Everybody just eating. He a he a he a garbage disposal. He can eat anything. But another now watch this. Guess who? Look who he calls the weak faith person. One person's faith allows them to eat anything, which apparently is the strong person. But another whose faith is weak eats only vegetables. Well, you know why he weak? He only eating vegetables. <laughs> You better, you got to put some meat on them bones. <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus. <laughs> how, how you going, how you going, how you going to have no, how you going to have some, some meat on you, some, some bulk on you without eat, just eating vegetables. Broccoli ain't going to do that for you. <laughs> That's what he says. The man whose faith is weak eats only vegetables. Verse three. The one who eats everything must not treat with contempt the one who does not. And the one who does not eat everything must not judge. Don't don't fat judge me. That's what he's saying. Don't, don't, fat, don't fat shame me right here. No, that's not what he's saying. That's not what he's saying. But true. Um the one who eats everything must not treat with contempt the one who does not, and the one who does not eat everything. Let's not judge the one who does, for God has accepted them. Who are you to judge someone else's servant? To their own master, servants stand or fall. And they will stand, for the Lord is able to make them stand. So he's like, okay, first of all, don't, don't judge your brother. You, you, you're, it's not your place to judge your brother or your sister. It's not your place. Not your place to judge them. You can disagree with them on an issue, but you can't call them out as you're stupid. You're ignorant. You don't love God. You're not right. You're sinful. You're not, you're not as much a Christian as I am. It's like, no, 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 no. That's not your place. That is not your place. Are you God? No, you're not. Are they your servant? No, they're the Lord's servant. And so are you. <laughs> so, so don't be fat shaming people. Don't be food shaming. Look, if the brother want to eat a steak, let him eat a steak. 
If the little boy over there want to eat some, some broccoli, let him eat some broccoli. <laughs> That's why, you know, they're both going to be in heaven. One probably lasts longer here. The one didn't eat all that meat. But anyway, that's beside the point. That's beside the point. Um, verse 5. One person considers one day more sacred than another. Another considers every day alike. Okay, so, you know, certain days were, were um, uh, more revered by some people. Um you know, should you like right now, should should we should we celebrate all the Jewish high holy days? You know, there's there's high holy days in, in Judaism. Uh, some were like, yeah, you still just because you're a Christian doesn't mean you need to stop celebrating Pentecost or the Feast of Tabernacles or Passover or the Day of Atonement. You still need to celebrate those things as a Christian. They were saying that in the first century. So for some people, that was still a big deal. Celebrate those days. Verse six. Each of them should be fully convinced in their own mind. Okay, so you gotta gotta be now. Don't just see some people. They just want to argue. They just want. They just want to fight. Like they're like, tell me what you for, so I can tell you what I'm against. <laughs> right? <laughs> tell me what you for, so I can tell you what what I'm again. I'm again it. <laughs> but no, he's saying if you're fully convinced, you know you got to be fully convinced. That's if it's true conviction in your heart. Like some of the things we talked about. Should you have solar panels or not? I said solar panels, not love handles. Should you? <laughs> just just seeing if you're awake. <laughs> um, should you, you know, all the things we talk about. All the things we talk about during the election. How, how we can come to different endpoints on an issue. He says, uh, one, one person considers one day more sacred than the other. Another considers every day alike. Each of them should be fully convinced in their own mind. So do your homework. Make sure you, you're, you're settled. Whoever regards one day as special does, does so to the Lord. So it's for the Lord. Whoever eats meat does so for the Lord and, and gives thanks to God. He eats that big ribeye. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for this ribeye. Little boy over eating his little peas and beans. Thank you, Jesus, for this little pea. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. And I'm not judging. Eating your tofu. That's good. Right. Man, more power to you. Um, just make sure you're fully convinced in your mind. Mine. Uh, verse six, whoever regards one day as special does so to the Lord. Whoever eats meat does so to the Lord and gives thanks. And whoever abstains does so to the Lord and gives thanks for none of us lives for ourselves alone and none of us dies for ourselves alone. You belong to one another. Romans 12, Paul says, we belong to one another. Like, I don't care what other believers think. Well, you ought to actually, you really should. Uh, that's not a godly attitude. Sorry. Oh, that's well. My my pagan neighbor thinks it's a very appropriate attitude. Yeah, that's because they're a pagan neighbor. Oh, oh, crud. Yeah, no, that. I don't care what I don't well care what the church thinks. I don't care what other Christians think. I'll do whatever the heck I want to do. That ain't the right attitude. It's not a biblical attitude. It's just not. It's not a godly attitude. You should care what the Christians think. You should care how it's how it's affecting your brothers and sisters. And more than that, you should, we should always care, always care 
how our decisions affect our witness. Our witness. Paul says over and over in here, what? As unto the Lord. If I yield for a weaker brother or sister, I do it what? For him or her, but I also do it for the Lord. I don't judge my brother and sister. Why? Because it's for the Lord. They're for the Lord. I'm for the Lord. We are for the Lord. Verse 8, if we live, we live for the Lord. If we die, we die for the Lord. So whether we live or die, we belong to the Lord. Yes. Yes. Yes, sir. For this reason, Christ died and returned to life so that he might be the Lord of both the dead and the living. You then, why do you judge your brother or sister? Why do you treat them with contempt? Man, there's some flat out contempt out there right now. Even among believers. Woo. Yeah. Contempt, contempt about, you know, over, over political issues, contempt over COVID, all kinds of issues over COVID. Contempt. I don't like them. How can they believe it? It's like, why you? See, sometimes we think we, we think we're talking about the general population, but we have believers in Jesus who are on all sides of that issue. And so when we slam aside, guess what? You're slamming your brothers and sisters, too. Oh, I don't know. Well, yeah, you are. You are. <laughs> you are. That's what's happening. <laughs> you know, if you slam someone because they don't get the vaccine, well, that's not just somebody. Some of those are your brothers and sisters in Christ. You're slamming them. You, you slam someone because, uh, you know, they were, they thought masks were a good idea. Slam them. Them. You know what? Some of them were believers in Jesus. I don't care. Well, you should. <laughs> you should. You, you then, why do you judge your brothers and sisters? Why do you treat them with contempt? For we will all stand before the judgment seat. What? Yes, sir. It is written, as surely as I live, says the Lord, every knee will bow before me. Every tongue will acknowledge God. So then each of us will give an account of ourselves to God. An account of what? The way we treated people. The way we treated people. We yield to a weaker brother. We yield to for the glory of God. Um, and so if some people have a uh, get hung up over certain days and weeks, you know, even though it's fine with us, we're not gonna we're not gonna just shame them. Like here's one. Here's one that happens in the church a lot. Like, um, People have strong opinions about the celebration of national holidays in the church. Now, for some, some of you may have never actually spent many time thinking about this because maybe part of your culture was always a thing. But as in, in church leadership, this is often a highly contentious issue. Um, so when it comes Memorial Day or Fourth of July or Veterans Day, um, some people think it is inappropriate to celebrate to celebrate nationalism national a national holiday uh in a in a uh, meeting that is supposed to be exclusively for the worship and adoration of god some people are offended by that so if you spent the whole time you know singing god bless america and america the beautiful and my country tis of thee and then people some people would leave that service and and be and be grieved by it like that's not that wasn't worshiping god that was worshiping our country others don't aren't offended by it at all 
They feel uplifted and edified. They may even feel it's, it's worshipful to thank God for our country and all of that. And there, this is a this is a highly contentious issue, guys. I don't know if you realize because you know you want to make sure. Like not, not, for me, like when I'm thinking about when I come into the presence of God, I want to give thanks for my country, but I want to make sure that everyone knows that what we're here for is to give honor and allegiance to God. That's just my personal thing. But that's what he's saying. One for one person, one day is held higher than the other. For others, look. As long as God is number one, and as long as we're wanting to ultimately please and honor God. Then we, re, then we respect each other. We may disagree, but we respect each other. And we don't condemn. We don't judge them. Verse 13. Therefore, let us stop passing judgment on one another. Instead, make up your mind not to put any stumbling block or obstacle in the way of a weaker brother. Okay, so now he's entered something else. He's like, <clears throat> now, not only are we going to yield, if there are things that I if I that I do that I can control that I know is causing someone else to stumble, then I'm gonna I'm gonna abstain from doing it, um, at least for a season or at least in their presence, so as not to cause them to stumble. The weaker brother. I'm convinced, being fully persuaded in the Lord Jesus, that nothing is unclean in itself. He's like Paul's like I'm convinced. There, the, the list of things that you just cannot do is very short, honestly. I'm not a legalist, Paul says. It's, there's not, but sometimes when we're weak in our faith, we have a lot. I'm going to tell you something. When I first became a Christian, ooh, I was real legalistic. <laughs> I call them the dark ages. When I first became a Christian, it was all bad. It was two, it was two categories, good and evil. And the evil category was big. <laughs> TV, music. Uh, movies that it was all bad bad all of it was bad yeah from 1992 to 1998 i don't know anything about pop culture <laughs> i think there was a show called friends or something like that that was on <laughs> anyway anyway but paul says i'm 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 persuaded in lord jesus in the lord jesus that nothing is unclean in itself but if anyone regards something as unclean then for that person it's unclean if you're in your conscience, if your conscience won't let you do it, don't do it. If your brother or sister is distressed because of what you eat, you are no longer acting in love. So you're like, man, look, God told me to eat this steak. I don't care. I don't care if you only like beans. The Lord told me to eat it. I'm going to eat it. And look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to eat it right in front of your face. Paul says, you can't do that. that ain't right. No, that's not the, that. You're not acting in love. You're not acting in love when you do that. Do not by your eating destroy someone whom Christ died, for whom Christ died. Therefore, do not let what you know is good be spoken of as evil. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Because anyone who serves Christ in this way is pleasing to God and receives human approval. Let us therefore make every effort, make every effort to do what leads to peace. I talked about this yesterday, right, in the sermon. I know you all watched it. Okay, four of you did. <laughs> All four of you. <laughs> Remember what I said? <laughs> I don't know if you like me by Sunday afternoon. You're like, I don't know. What was the sermon about today? But anyway, anyway, peace. Let us make every effort to do what leads to peace and to mutual edification. Do not destroy the work of God for the sake of food. Man, don't worry. destroy the work of God for the sake of COVID. Don't destroy the work of God for the, for the sake of 
this day or that day. Don't destroy the work of God in someone's life or an issue that will in five years, no one will give a rip about. Don't do it. It's not worth it. Their eternal life matters. We, we get tunnel vision about stuff, man. Let us therefore make every to do what leads to peace. Verse 20, do not destroy the work of God for the sake of food. All food is clean, but it is wrong for a person to eat anything that causes someone else to stumble. It is better not to eat meat or drink wine or do anything else that could cause your brother or sister to fall. Verse 22, so whatever you believe about these things, keep between yourself and God. Blessed is the one who does not condemn himself by what he approves. But whoever has doubts he is condemned if they eat because their eating is not from faith. And everything that does not come from faith is sin. Here he's saying you got to sell it in your own heart, right? You got to settle it in your own heart. You got to pray about it. You got to lay it before God, submit it to the Holy Spirit, and make sure that you're, you know, you and God are good. And then obey your conscience. Then obey your conscience. So we yield for the weaker brother. We yield to the Holy Spirit. We yield to our own conscience that has been um, also yielded to the Holy Spirit. Why? Because there's something more important than any individual particular temporal issue. What? Salvation. <laughs> the salvation of our friends and neighbors. Eternal relationship with God is far more important than being right on an issue. We can be right, but we can also be loving. And I may have be convinced that there's nothing unclean. But if my brother's in a place where what my action or my attitude would cause him to stumble, I, I can abstain from that for their good and for mine too. Good stuff, man. Again, keep Romans 14 earmarked, man, because there's so many times in life that there are gray issues. We're not talking about the black and white issues. I'm not talking about, you know, the divinity of Christ or the lordship of Jesus or the sovereignty of God or free will or the inspiration of the Bible. We're not talking about any of those main things. We're talking about the gray areas, man, where there are so many different opinions. Um, keep the main thing the main thing. Well, thank you guys so much for being on today. You know what we do? We read, we pray, change the world. So we're right there in the middle. we got to pray. Let's do it. Thanks, everybody, for being here. Lord, thank you so much for your word. That is so practical that talks to us and speaks to us right where we are. And we recognize it as your word. This is not the word of man, but the word of God. And so we heed it, Lord. We want to, um, we want to yield for the weaker brother. We want to yield to the Holy Spirit. Lord, we want to abstain and refrain from anything that would cause someone else to stumble. God, help us to be wise about that. Help us to not, um, not let us, help us to have a long view of relationships, a long view of our witness. Lord, I thank you for my friends today. I pray your blessing upon each of them today and this week. May you encourage them. May you strengthen them. May they know that they are loved and valued by you. God, may they sense their worth uh, and their, uh, their preciousness to you. God, for those who have big needs that they need a breakthrough in their life, maybe it's relational or financial. Maybe it's a physical... Um, need, whatever it is, God, would you just uh, move by the power of your Holy Spirit? Would you touch them? Would you work in great and mighty ways on their behalf? Lord, thank you so much for this opportunity to gather together. We ask that we that you might empower us today to be your hands and feet in Jesus' name. 
Amen. Amen. Thank you guys for being on today. Thank you guys for sharing and inviting others and letting other people know about the daily prayer and the podcast. Really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. You guys have a great, great day. Thank you for joining me on today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, take a minute to subscribe or comment or share it with your friends. You can find me, Pastor Terry, and Bayside Church on all social media platforms. You can find Bayside at Bayside Church SH. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.